Rest in peace. Yo, what's good, Jams? Episode 57, Friday. Long week for me. Um, hope you got to relax this week. What's good, everyone out there? All the crypto rascals watching. Tr trying to get another stream in this week. You know, had to come in, just talk to y'all. Uh, shit, you know, get the good word out about the crypto, crypto markets and whatnot. But yeah, Jams, how you doing on this fine Friday evening? Shout out to all the crypto rascals out there. I am still living the dream. Friday, hope everyone has had a good week. Feeling healthy. There's a new variant going around, so wrap up on your vitamin C's. Make sure you get your other berries in. You know, full health protocols, whatever you need. Natural remedy. But make sure you get some wine. You know, something that'll naturally kill the disease. So, uh, just a quick plug there, and really just glad to get a quick stream in here on Friday. Um, didn't get too many in this week, but this is our second time getting back to the Crypto Rascals. Uh, various news out there in the crypto world. Also a little bit of down. We were joking about uh, the video from Jake Paul dissing. <laughs> yes. Right. So just a good day to jump back in, highlight the Crypto Rascals, and throw this up to our family at Crypto and yeah, that was a great way. Uh, thanks for saying that over. That was a great way to end my long work <laughs> work week slash day to get to see a little uh, trash talk. I said, you know, Jake Paul and Dana or Jake Paul and Connor, they got to step inside the ring uh, for sure and battle it out. The ring or the octagon, um, I'm expecting to see between that. One of, one of those two uh, fight each other um, over the next, who knows. But I think uh, Dana, he's got to fight Jake Paul now. It's a must. I think so. I mean, obviously that'll never happen, but I love, I love the legitimacy of the song. Like it wasn't a bad rap song. I mean, like you say, you know, you got the brat rapping now or whatever he called himself. I what he um, but I like that he's calling out Masvidal. You know, he's naming actual figures of how much fighters. And then was that a cameo um, earlier in the video from the Brazilian MMA fighter? Yeah, sure. Cyborg. Yeah, she was in there. I'll say I, I wonder I, the uh, Cyborg cameo, which hey, it makes you a little bit more legit when you have a right? real UFC fighter um, who's willing to say, "Hey, where is my long-term health care? Like, you know, the money for the fighters." I wonder if that was uh, a real conversation that she had with Dana, and uh, they called it Dana at the beginning of the video. I wonder if that's something he actually said to her, which I could possibly see. So, you know, Dana, he's got some competition. I just saw Habib and, you know, those great Dagestan fighters and those people out there. He started his own Eagle FC. So, you know, he said, Dana, if you don't pay your fighters, Eagle FC may be a home uh, for some of these underpaid fighters. So, you know, the UFC may have some more competition, which I think may be good for the sport get some, you know, two good, uh, great organizations. Hopefully if Eagle FC pans out and they do well, it'd be nice to see, you know, ultimate fighting and mixed martial arts just expand worldwide. And I know Habib, he's, he's probably got that Russian oligarch money, that oil money backing him. So, you know, in that, that uh, Emirates, Emirates funds as well. So hopefully he does, him and his team, they uh, do big things at Eagle FC. I mean, it doesn't matter which Nurga, wow, Nurmurga Medovs, let me try to say that again. Uh, it doesn't matter which one of the 
and Merkel Medoffs are in the ring. Um, the Dagestanis know how to fight. Um, it's the reason why the Russians haven't ultimately been able to go kick their ass. Because maybe their ass isn't kicked. So, yo, you know, the redacted would want to take that, take, you know, take them out. But, yo, you know, those yeah. mountain people, they tough, man. We've seen them in the uh, octagon for a few years now, and they've broken the best, the best down. Um, they've made them tap out, they made them quit. I mean, and we're talking about mauling like a bear. I mean, on, on your ass. And if you want to stand up, we can do that too. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's they beautiful anywhere. Like boys fight because where you want to go anywhere, yeah. ground, stand up, it, it, it don't matter. It don't. Do you want to just you want to sit here and grapple? Okay. Well, I'm gonna wear you out until your muscles are done, and then finally, I'll either ground and pound you or just submit you. Like, Yo, like, we so, got the the. Justin Gaethje, I know we're kind of getting off on a side tangent, y'all, but we'll get to these prices and stuff real quick. But when Justin Gaethje and fought Khabib, and he was kicking the shit out of his leg, Khabib finally took him down, had him in the arm bar, but was like, you know what? I don't want to break this guy's arm, so I'm just going to triangle, you know, do a triangle and choke him out, take him out the nice way. So, you know, that's skill. That's skill right there. And, and, I mean, truthfully, Khabib is just the beginning, bro. Like, like that's that's what I've really liked. To see is they like, coming. Khabib ain't even fought in like a year and a half. I mean, it seems like it's been that long, and uh, may not have been that long, but it seems like it. And really, you just see fighter after fighter after fighter. You're like, damn, how many of them is it, bro? And so, <laughs> ultimately, you remember when the Brazilians like really took over the UFC? Now I think it's daytime. Yo, yeah, the stands. You can't mess with the stands, man. I don't want yeah. no smoke with them. Or the, one, or, the, or the Africans. Don't want no smoke with the Africans and no smoke. With hey, them. I know I know Tariq Nasheed. He wants all the smoke with the Africans. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You better watch out, man. Those Nigerians, they, they, you know, don't diss them, man. They say, hey, we've com contributed a lot. We're excellent high achievers. So I don't know if you've been following that stuff on Twitter, uh, the different uh, foundational secure secure the tribe hashtags going back and forth on twitter so it's been an interesting week all around man shout out we got a follow from the gentleman of crypto i caught yep. that earlier today shout out to them I definitely inspired us to get to get that this channel going um a great fbf friday show from the gentleman of crypto shout out to reggie middleton and yep. um robinson i forget his uh, first name but jeffrey i think jeffrey robinson yep. they had on there so good talk about bitcoin uh, it was nice to hear different perspectives and you know education going on but some people they won't get it at all but you know jeffrey he comes from that old school old school thought so it's nice to see the new school the people who are into crypto as far as well as know a little bit about the financial markets just kind of talk about you know the actual facts around bitcoin and kind of get away from the hype and bs that we see a lot said by people who really don't um talk about bitcoin in a coherent way so that was cool i thought it was a great conversation saw you in the comment section definitely appreciate the shout out had to call it back at you um but the conversation was very vital um it's not often that we hear um opposing views and actual debates it's typically just silo chambers um so to see not a confrontational but a actual um highly engaged uh debate with opposing views um, with both sides trying to be respectful and also understanding that we have a difference of opinion. And as you stated, 
Jeffrey was coming from the old guard. He seems to be beholden to the old financial system. I mean, mentioning the IMF, you know, mentioning that, hey, this isn't the Wall Street Journal. Well, if the Wall Street Journal is your uh, <laughs> premier news resource, then that says everything I need to know about you. And so from, from that statement alone, it's easy to understand where he's coming from. Um, and I think it's important that we do have those kind of conversations with the old guard, um, because as he mentioned, hey, I'm just north, I'm just south of Harlem. What's south of Harlem? Manhattan. What's in Manhattan? Wall Street. Um, so when he's making arguments that are seemingly supportive of banks, um, anti-cryptocurrency, um, it's because of uh, proximity, his environment, where he's raised, um, what he believes is the good of the banking institution. He feels that the institution can be made better. But when an institution is morally corrupt, systemically corrupt, it cannot be made better. You either have to step out of that system, create your own system, or look at those that are fighting within and say, hey, man, you're missing. So it's okay. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm glad King um, was able to keep it diplomatic with Jeffrey here, uh, those that call Bitcoin a scam, or like those that call more power to you we understand where you're coming from nothing to fight about I'm not calling you out of your name by any means um, it's just a difference of perspective difference of opinion and it may change as more generations become more and more familiar with the technology. yeah i remember when we had um tavanya evans on she was talking about that battle between the old guard and the new guard the old banking system and these new uh, technologies Jeffrey and the, the founders for some of these different projects, if you're thinking about the Wingo Voss twins, um, people like Reggie Middleton, Richard Hart, um, Jeffrey did not like the, the Wingo Voss twins. A lot of these people are doing different things, but I'm interested to see this year as the regulations, you know, as Jim Crow Joe and his, his regime try to, you know, make executive orders, how things will start to coalesce and shake out the market. So speaking of the market, let's check it out real fast and see how things have been going um, today. And also too, we got an, we got an email um, about someone asking a question about MetaMask and connecting your ledger and we will answer you. Sorry, I haven't had time this week to follow through, follow up with you, but stay tuned if you're watching, um, we will definitely get back to you and answer your question. Happy to provide any type of, you know, help and point you in the right directions to right sources um, as well. So if you're watching, we're not ignoring you. You know, we got busy lives. We'll answer and try to assist and anyone who reaches out to us. Um, check out our website, www.cryptoanddown.com. And you can shoot us an email if you want to talk, uh, have any questions or want to come on. So always welcome to have new people on the show. And we are a resource for the people as we try to bridge the gap. So, as you know, the Pulse X sacrifice uh, phase is live. Visit pulsex.com if you are interested in Richard Hart's latest project. Uh, we are participants in the sacrifice pool. Um, therefore, uh, no expectation from the work of others. However, if you should receive something in return for those sacrifice points, more power to you, my brother. So, look at the percentage, uh, the top percentage market cap gainers. Uh, number one is Frack Share up 15.76, uh, excuse me, 15.70. Um, and then number two is Celsius. Celsius is one of those uh, lending or borrowing uh, cryptocurrency platforms. Three is Flow. Um, that's the blockchain we talked about either one episode ago or episode before when we we're talking about NFTs. And then Maker. 
uh, is also up 5.96%. I saw an article on Maker about a $600 million liquidation that all, almost happened. Um, someone had not topped up as the Ethereum price started to go mm -hmm. down. And so they did not have enough collateral uh, for that loan against their six, $600 million. And that almost got sniped by the Maker protocol. And then with a good market don't, which then would have sold the price of Ethereum, probably dropped down to about $2,000. So we definitely avoided a market crash um, on the DeFi side of things, specifically Ethereum. Um, and now it looks like Maker's having a nice day. Uh, global market cap is coming in at $1.76 trillion, up 1.48. Let's see that uh, global market cap get back above $2 trillion before we can get a bit excited again. Although we're always excited, we understand that slow momentum um, is ultimately where you can get your gains, but you need to understand that we're not chasing all-time highs at this current moment here today. Uh, global volume down 11% today. Um, coming in at $162 billion, significantly below the periods where we saw $225 billion and $250 billion worth of volume on consecutive days. So that pumping that we saw um, six months ago, a year ago, that's not where we are today. Bitcoin uh, coming in at a price of $37,796, up 1.54%. Um, even saw uh, old boy Dave Portnoy, from Bar Student Sports. Oh, yeah. I bought 29 Bitcoin today. Um, and I was just thinking, damn, man, as soon as you buy your 29, they finna drop that price down, like, and say, oh, yeah, well, you could have got 35 instead of <laughs> nine. But that's just the way the market works. You know, you can time it, you can try to get in at what you think is the bottom. Uh, but the market will do what it wants to do. Uh, global market cap well under $1 trillion for Bitcoin at $716 billion. Ethereum trading right at the $2,500 mark. Um, so right at earlier 2021 prices um, and up 5% today. So we're seeing some action, but our seven-day predictions are saying that we're going to continue to trend back downward. Uh, please be careful. You should be accumulating. Um, maybe not the time to sell at this moment and also maybe not the time um, for you to go long on these particular coins if you are a trader. Yeah, for sure, man. Market's still still trending down. <laughs> Look, we got Binance coins giving over a tether down 1.24%, coming in at $396.55. Still projected to go down to $323. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I remember, I can't remember the month, but I remember the moment I saw, I'm like, oh, when Binance hit that 300 mark and then started yeah, to go up. $600? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I mean, 500 just seemed like a given for Binance. Um, and, and then let's look at Cardano. I mean, look at Cardano and XRP. Cardano for a dollar five. They was calling for three dollars, and what is the seven-day prediction? Eighty-seven cents. So we're not here screaming, "Hey, we're going to a million-dollar Bitcoin. They're going to get ten thousand-dollar Ethereum." Cardano is going to five dollars. Yeah, maybe in a year, maybe two years, maybe three years, maybe five. But we can't tell you to mortgage your house, sell your cars, buy these coins, and you'll be rich. That's not the reality of where we think today. Um, XRP, trading at 61 cents, up just a half of a percent, but also predicted to go down as it opens up in the next seven days. Uh, 
Same for Solana. Uh, man, if Solana gets slaughtered down to $59, we would just at 200 it seems like. <laughs> so, I mean, all these coins are getting hit, to be honest. I mean, Hex, our favorite coin, still in the top 10, coming in at 18 cents, but down 1.15%. I mean, 45 cents was so fun after uh, the post-chain sacrifice phase. I mean, just that pump up to 55 cents was like mind blowing looking at the wallet, but reality does set in markets have cycles. And even though um, it may be marketing campaign um, to speak that this particular coin, meaning hex is not attached to the rest of the market, they are um, operating. Um, and if liquidity is here, liquidity is there. One thing does impact the other. Um, I know that is not the most technical way to explain that. But the easiest way to think about it is if I put this hand here and this hand together and I move them, one's going to move in as the other. So we may think of these as separate ecosystems. However, um, one hand does affect the other. Um, yeah, for when sure. The big, when the big boys are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, and like you're saying, one hand affects the other. People, you can price these in dollars being up and down. But the longer you're here, some people will start to price these different assets in the versus Ethereum versus Bitcoin. So seeing, oh, is Hex up versus B Bitcoin or is it up versus Ethereum? That also, as you're here longer, start to accumulate more and going back and people as they go back and forth between the big boys, you know, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, you know, using Bitcoin to buy some of these assets may get you a little bit more. Um, than using your regular dollars. So that's something to think about too, as well as how they play off of each other. You know, Hex versus Ethereum, um, Hex being on the Ethereum network, Bitcoin versus Ethereum, and then kind of measuring how those are going up and down versus each other. Just, um, you know, not just relying on the US dollar. I also did want to check out um, Guapcoin. Shout out to Guapcoin. You know, we had Devonia Evans on here. I always forget to check the price. Um, you know, usually I don't like to check the prices every day of the coins, but I wanted to just to look at this one, see where we're at, see where we're trending, how we're how things have been going. I know they're doing lots of work over there. Um, Big candle. Looking at here, where are we coming in at? We're coming in at 30, oh, ooh, three cents. Yeah, three cents. 0 0.034 cents down uh 2.71 on the day look at, the, look at the last hour it's up 30 percent like look at that can oh, uh, yeah. um, at the top um, let me see no 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 um not not uh, on the channel. oh no okay. oh just hey, hey, this, yeah up there scroll to the right so we got up 30% in the hour and then mm. to the right grade. Okay, there we go. Yeah, right there. There we go. Yeah, so in the, in the last hour, we're up 30%. So, I mean, think about if we went live an hour ago and we check it and it's like, damn, hey, and then the Crypto Rascals goes and gets in the guap coin. Hey, you could have just made 30% in the last hour. Now, on the last day, you're down 2.7%. But the week, you're still up 30%. So you basically made your money back from the last week in the last hour. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where you can just get a node, be a shared node and collect it, get it dropped in your wallet. I heard the community talking about expanding um, 
better fiat on ramps as well. So it's still a work in progress. It's a very slow, uh, it's a very slow mover. So check out Guapcoin if you're interested in uh, Tefania Evans and work with you know trying to make it so people in the diaspora, black and brown people, that's the goal of the coin to give people more control over assets to start businesses and work with each other. Last one I was going to touch on one near and dear to my heart. Shout out to Veritasium. Um, Let me real quick before you go into Veritasium. Yeah. I just wanted to say. Um, Thinking about the conversation we watched earlier today on the Gentleman of Crypto with Jeffrey um, and kind of say going back and forth, one of the points that Jeffrey made is, you know, the, un the unequals, you know, inequality is rampant across America and across the world. And so those who are adversely affected by inequality can thus be called the unequals. Feel however you feel about it, but I get what point he was trying to make. Then he ultimately said that instead of relying on Bitcoin, go create your own coin or go create your own ecosystem. Wapcoin is an ecosystem that is already created. So when the old guard makes their points that, hey, you need to go do this, remind them that we've already done it, that Tavanya Evans was already on the Crypto and Down show, introducing the Crypto Rascals to Wapcoin and that if they aren't educated, it's up to us to educate them so that they are aware, just as Reggie was doing earlier today on The Gentleman of Crypto and as Ashrell is about to do. So when they say, what have y'all done to create a better system for your people? Guapcoin is a better system for our people. And now let's learn about Veritasium as well. Yeah, just to the, um, the reason this one has been so high, it was around $100 and has come back down um, versus, you know, just a year ago, it was around $23 is just because of the patents Reggie's been granted here in the US. Um, people are calling it or he called it as well as others, the original Aboriginal DeFi patent. So one thing I think will be interesting to see, and I, I follow him on Twitter. So he's tweeting at different organizations trying to make partnerships. I'm interested to see if him and the, the very DAO, which is not associated with Reggie, but very holders and people who have started a DAO to go and try to make business partnerships with different organizations. It'll be interesting if um, XRP, people like that kind of join up to help fight some of the litigation um, and extra executive orders and things coming down, whether it be from the White House or these different agencies. So I'm interested on the business aspect of, you know, peer to peer capital markets, expanding that, you know, making it more open and a, a better playing field for people who can, if they wanted to start something, oh, let's go work with someone who already has a patent and is making moves with lots of other um, different types of businesses. So that's one thing I'm watching this year, just to see the different partnerships that come out of this Veritasium, not just the token, but the project. Keep in mind, though, that this Veritasium token has no use, use case whatsoever right now. It's one of those things where people are holding it. We can see people are buying it now because they see things starting to maybe turn in Reggie Middleton's favor. But um, I like the very DAO and what they got going on over there. Maybe I might, I'm thinking about maybe applying and trying to think of different business ideas that, you know, maybe we can partner with and helping them out, trying to move forward um, in helping him out. So 
Absolutely. I think it's I think it's cool just to have people, someone create something, go through legal trouble, see people who still believe in it, taking up it upon themselves to coordinate through these DAOs using blockchain technology um, to kind of further along and make business in their own way and try to hold the government accountable by reaching out to the SEC to get, you know, things in writing about where they stand. So I think that's what's really cool about this this community. We believe in Veritasium. Absolutely. Um, I Reggie has really grown on me um, over the last year as you know, I've seen him come on to the gentleman of crypto more and more and more. Um, I definitely appreciate King Bless. And Big My operator uh, said, hey, one of our regular customers had a heart transplant recently. Would you it is be OK with me introducing a, you to uh, them? I was like, absolutely, man. That's when I got to, to meet Brian. Um, and fair taste, man. I don't want to say like. It's been a good thing to learn, but Reggie has been a great um, mentor for young or younger um, minded individuals in this space and even older generations. Yeah, that's the cool thing, because he was trying to get really he was trying to get to Jeffrey, but Jeffrey really wasn't understanding that the guard that Reggie comes from is the same guard of his mentality. So ultimately, they think the same, but Reggie has now transported himself into the future and believes in the possibilities of what the technology can do so that struggle between leaving your former uh worldview and envisioning that hey i don't just need to tell you know black individuals you can create your own um ecosystem i need to actually be listening and learning from those that already had um and so it, to, to, to me, it was important for um, me to sit there and listen today on the Gentleman of Crypto show. Um, so shout out to King Bless and Bitcoin Zay and even Jeffrey, uh, because Reggie really was trying to um, bridge the gap. Like really, he was trying to stand in the middle um, for them. However, between those two diametric, like that, I mean, they're opposites. Um, and it ultimately showed me that most of society isn't ready to take that step, especially those that are beholden to the old system. You know, if you have been investing in the S&P 500 or index funds for 35 years and ultimately, you know, the financial system worked for you, you're not going to be the most anxious or uh, quick to say, you know what? Let's to hell with it. Burn it down. Let's just exactly. do it. Yeah. Well, because if you burn down your, you know, million dollar Manhattan, uh, you know, apartment, then, you know, where are you going to sleep? So it, it it's 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 a truly, you know, a pragmatic, you know, approach. But I don't feel that um, guys like Jeffrey will ultimately be right. And I think that's why we're here. On crypto and down i think that's why we watch the gentleman of crypto is because there is a possibility for not only our people but all people um to better themselves to build their own financial ecosystem you know to literally depend on themselves not be beholden to the government or any system you know i don't want corporate america to tell me what i have to do for the next 30 years I can invest in myself and invest in cryptocurrency um, and then invest in others through the community. Why not? I mean, I don't need 
bankers in New York City or Wall Street dictating how my life is going to go. If the people can start dictating how their lives go themselves, what is the big deal, Jeffrey? What is the big deal? Yo, that, I think that's what sometimes we miss what's so cool about. So think about people like Bitcoin Zay on the ground, been involved with it, going to different schools, talking to people, trying to build a hub in Miami, um, educating people. The same thing with Reggie as well. He's an educator himself. And then I'll throw Richard Hart in there. And these are like the type of people who inspire people across, you know, all ages, types of demographics, races, etc., even in different countries. So I, I do love that you have people who are visionaries, can rally people around, not just them, but like an idea and a cause to kind of get people to work together and, you know, build a sense of community. Obviously, there's going to be friction and tension around different ideas as business is being eventually laid out. But, you know, at the end of the day, like people will say, hey, you know, you'll get fucked over the times here in the movie. They'll say, hey, it's just business. But hey, I like the business part of it. But allowing us kind of to get inspired, tag along, see what they're doing, be involved with all these different projects as well. Um, and in the next 10 years or so, it's like these these are the type of people who are going to be, you know, one, probably more respected, more pop, like not just popular, but very well respected and will have it proven out with the work they put in and we'll have a bunch of people behind them who benefited from their ideas as well so you know shout out to the reggies the bitcoin zays king bless richard hearts those type of people yep. um just kind of educating people about the entire ecosystem as well as kind of building their own projects on top of it and hey making people a little bit of money and getting some people rich along the process you know that's Absolutely. definitely pretty dope Absolutely. So, um I'm glad we were able to get this uh, quick stream in. Shout out to you, Miracle 13. That that interview was hilarious. It, it was. I was tired. Uh, man, I, I was rolling because it truly was like the dino of the day. And to know like he came from the Dr. Phil show of all places. Uh, and yes, definitely um, respect Richard Hart's work. I mean, obviously he's a you know, eccentric personality. Um, and he may have his own quirks and say some things that are off key and probably would get you banned in um, commercial America. Um, so those parts may rub people certain ways. Um, I'm able to compartmentalize my feelings. Yeah, because we learn, can learn from people. I can learn from everyone. I'm going to do so, like you say, uh, my brother. And for me, I also understand that I need money in the future um, and I need money that's going to pay me passive income. Um, I'm not going to be, um, what'd you say, the, what, what was the dude uh, from Django who, uh, uh Steven? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, Steven is the one I heard. He's, I have to go watch that movie again. He's the one who actually owned everything. He was just pretending to be the servant. So that's something to think about at the end where Steven's, you know, he had the, the proxy decoys in the front, the, you know, Leo's and all those people. Yep. But it was really Steven who was running things in the background. Django! <laughs> Django! Ooh. <laughs> hey, what's doing up on that ass? But the point the point I'm making is, although, you know, there may be things about him, you know, personality-wise that may come off the wrong way, doesn't mean um, he isn't brilliant when it comes to teaching cryptocurrency to other people. Doesn't mean he isn't good at organizing developer teams to execute roadmaps and deliver functioning smart contracts and products. So separate the feelings of the man from the work and you'll ultimately see 
um, that the proof is in the pudding, not necessarily in the stir. Yeah, like I said, you know, Trump, Trump and Biden have both sent me some money, so you know, I can't, I can't hate too much on the on man who sent me money. Um, I guess we're got to wrap up. I know you got to run. I got to yeah, run real fast. Uh, last question. Yeah, answer that last question by Miracle Thirteen. So, uh, why would people give one billion dollars with no expectation? I'm confused. Um, so, marketing wise, or even legally wise. Um, there's a thing called the Howey test. Um, look it up, H-O-W-E-Y. Um, that is what basically determines if a cryptocurrency is a security or not, or falls in the purview of the SEC. Um, and so one way of trying to stay within the law, um, not break the law, but stay within the law, is by making investors understand that you are giving your money with no expectation of, of return or work or profit. So if I were to send $1 into the post sacrifice phase and ultimately get nothing, I can't sue or feel that ultimately I was owed something because I wasn't ultimately really promised anything. I was upfront told that I shouldn't have any expectation. Now, you asked about the $1 billion. Why would that volume or amount of money be contributed? The reason I would say so is because there's proof in the pudding. There's already a prior project known as HEX, which has continuously functioned immutably after three audits on the Ethereum blockchain. So once you have something successful, a product that works, it's much easier for people to believe that, hey, maybe this next one will work too. So when you're soliciting money in venture capital uh, series funding rounds, it's much easier series B, C, D, E than it was on series A because you've actually shown in the market that you have viability that your product or services or software is worth something. So the money only represents faith or belief that the future may ultimately be beneficial to those who do sacrifice. Yeah, well said. Well said. Couldn't have said it any better. All right, man. So, hey, a good week. Uh, we only got a couple in, but maybe try to get a weekend stream um, in. I'll be uh, chopping it up with the kid. Um, I'll be watching a little football. Um, and shout out to you, Miracle 13. Appreciate you locking in. Uh, we'll definitely be back on here soon. Uh, Asherel, enjoy your weekend. Um, take uh, sunflower in ATX uh, to the domain. Um, do some fun, you know. Highlight the cats. Um, tell tell the fam, you know. Send them my love as well. Go see mom and dad this weekend. Um, oh yeah, got to get the hair. Got to get the hair touched up. You know. Exactly. I was gonna say it's go the braids. Hug. Mama T, let her know they number love. Um, and shit. Even even if you get a chance to pop in on the nephews. I'm going to rough them up a couple times, throw an elbow or two. Yo, they need some slapping around. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> like, I know you've been keeping your mama here all week. So right, it's, you it's know. my turn. So, all right, man. I love you, bro. And yes, sir. Right back at you, man. Appreciate it. Me. And yeah, yes, sir. We'll get one in this weekend. All right. Peace be.